Welcome. We're talking football. Can you believe it? We've got odds. We've got previews. We're nearly there. We're recording this with one week or eight days to go until we finally have some football on the field. Joel Kane, Sean Amrod, hello to you. Sean, I'll start with you. Uh, yep. <clears throat> this must be exciting to actually start to look at odds and start mapping out where you're going to put some money. Yes, it is exciting. I just hope. Are we actually going to get a, a return to football? What are the What are the refs doing? Can we Can we get some clarity there? They're in some sort of arbitration. Uh, Volandis won't let down. He only wants one ref. There's a lot to play out, it seems, but hopefully it gets fixed. But no, it is. I was saying to, to Shul Gillick today that it feels a bit weird when you... You know, you're going into the start of the season, you do all your form and you're pumped that it's started and then two weeks later we're off again. So I'm kind of trying to build back into it, but um, can't wait. Hey, Dan, hey, boys, Shawnee, um, how are we saving money? What Wasn't there an undertaking that they get paid in in full? So if that's the case, how are we saving money by going back to one ref? I don't know. I can't answer it. And then, and then and the well, amount, the amount that's being saved, apparently, that, that's not enough to fundamentally change how we how we adjudicate the game. Like it's it's going to change the game dramatically, in my opinion. I, I, it's it's crazy. But um, any any mail down on on, on on what the actual go is? No, uh, I don't think it's money um, because it, it it is only worth half a million, and that's nice to save that. But that's not that's not going to make a great dent. In, in you know 50 million planned savings um i remember joel about a month ago gus was with us and he had all these ideas a lot of these ideas seem to be getting through yeah. <laughs> i don't know maybe gus has got a bit of pull with the great man and 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 these aren't ideas that aren't worth trying uh one ref um that was one trying to get rid of the wrestle, reduced interchange. Uh, maybe the great man has got the year of Peter Volandis. I don't know. I heard, um, I heard someone say, I can't remember who it was, but it was a player, it might have been um, Joe Croker last night, said that going back to one ref is going to, to quicken up the ruck. I don't, I'm not sure how he's got to that. How has he got to that situation? I can't see any, any scenario where it does anything but further slow it down. Do you? You answered, Joel. Uh, yeah, I, I, I sort of tend to think the same way, Shawnee boy. I, I don't understand the supreme benefit. I don't think we've been sold well enough why we need to go to one referee. Like, I, I would much rather, if it, was, if it was a cost thing, which you're saying it's not, but instead of a squad of X rugby league. But imagine if we cut the squad down by one, the, the, the mayhem that the rugby league players would be blowing up about. So you can sort of see from the referee's point of view. They've come out and said, look, we're prepared to take a haircut if you keep it at two referees, which, to be fair, that's how we started this year's competition, with two referees. Mm. Mm. Oh, I don't know. It, it, it does seem like the sort of thing that you need an off-season to get used to and that a coach should be allowed. To, it is going to change. I think the ruck's going to be slow. By the way, by the way, in honour of Michael Jordan and the last dance, Joel, I am actually going to smoke a cigar during oh. this uh, podcast, <laughs> and because because I think I think cigars were the big winners of this 
of this series of the many big winners. My God, cigars have never looked as good or as cool as they did over those 10 parts. But I know, Joel, you've got a bugbear about this series and, and, and you've got a hobby horse which you've wanted to back home for weeks. So I'm going to let you have the stage while I light my cigar. Are we talking? Yeah, well done, Dan. And you are right. The stocks in cigars, they would have gone through the roof over there. This is the first cigar smoked on. Get them on side, by the way. But are I can't you believe talking- what I'm saying here. This is amazing. <laughs> are you talking Jerry Krause or are you talking dress yep. ups? Are you talking- no, 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 Jerry Krause. The dress ups you, I, I don't have an opinion on, but I know you have been on Team Krause ever since. Scotty and Jordan made fun of him early in the series, and you've, you've, I think you've taken a little sympathetic shining to Jerry because he's, yeah, ha- he's been bullied. I have, I have, and I'm prepared to say this. Everyone's waxing lyrical about the fact that, oh, without Jerry Krause, they could have won seven. They could have won seven. Well, I'm prepared to say, without Jerry Krause, they wouldn't have won six. They leaped over the line, right? They limped over the line, rather, not leaped over the line. They limped over the line, largely on the back of the bloody title of the documentary, The Last Dance. That's what gave them the fire in the belly. That's what gave them everything to get title number six. This is not a doc. This is a documentary, Dan. It is not a journalistic piece. In other words, every- the documentary. Everything in there had to be approved by Michael Jordan. So it's very biased to his own beliefs, his own mates and enemies. Uh, Jerry Krause put together a team that won six of eight years. Unbelievable. And you can't talk about giving things. Jordan himself walked away from the game. Jackson himself was offered by Jerry, the other Jerry who owns the joint to go around again. He tapped out. He knew it wasn't the time. Jerry Krause, we salute you. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I still can't get over this cigar. <laughs> no, no, really no, no. Inside. You salute. <laughs> you, you salute Jerry Krause. None of the rest of us don't. Sean and I yeah, don't no. necessarily have that I, shared opinion. I can't have him. Who, who cares about some back, you know, back staff? I don't want to know about the story about Jerry Krause. I don't care who put the team together. All. I care about the players, the superstars, um, the coach to a lesser degree than the players. But he just doesn't strike me as a bloke that you would want to have uh, a beer with. Would that be Let fair me, to say? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Let me talk about Mickey Aldis, who put the Tigers' first ever squad together. Right? Mickey Aldis, very, very sharp and actually a very, very good bloke too. Um, the only problem with him putting the team together, I went through the inaugural uh, West Tigers 2000 team and I was trying to make comparisons mm. for the Jordan documentary. Who's Michael Jordan? Hmm. There's no Michael Jordan. Okay, there's no Michael Jordan. There was no championships. We were a very floundering, struggling team. I was probably the nerdy Steve Kerr, you know, like when he whispers to Kerr, to give him the shot and he's so green, he gets excited and yells out. That sort of thing I would have done. Nerdy Steve Kerr, but without the same thing, yes, Steve Kerr. But where we were overpopulated, gentlemen, and this may be record-breaking stuff, I challenge you to find a team who had more Dennis Rodmans than our team. We were drowning <laughs> in Dennis Rodmans. Well, who went to Vegas for 48 hours? Well, put it this way. Uh, Hopper used to do the forty, the um, the beep test with a cricket bat. He just used to use the bat to find the line. And, <laughs> and 
and no one cared. And and this is the sort of thing like people like that, and they handle it well. Like I remember the great Bob Fulton when he was coaching Hopper at uh, at Manly, and they were winning premierships and playing in grand finals three in a row and those sorts of things. And he had a bit of fun with him, Bozo. Bozo knew that Hopper was Hopper. He, he ran it his own way. So they had a video session of Hopper 100 times out of 100 would fall asleep in the TV meetings, in the, the video preview meetings. So he stacked him up on about 10 chairs so Hopper couldn't fall asleep. He had to balance up on the chairs, you know. Like <laughs> <laughs> You have to adapt. And the first ever West Tigers trainer was a bloke called Tony Green, who was great for most of the squad. But he he's uh, undoing, he took on... Terry Hill, right? So Terry Hill was one of those blokes, old school. He had no interest in riding a bike. We had to do this bike session at Centennial Park. Well, everyone bought these $1,000 bikes on the advice of Tony Green. Terry Hill, who was probably the highest paid player in the team, he turns up with this 1960 bike, basket on the front, bell ringing, tassels hanging down the side, and went around Centennial Park as slow as he could possibly do it. You've just got to sometimes... It's not square pegs and round holes all the time. Sometimes just go with the flow. And it's one of the it's one of the key differences between a really good coach and an average coach, I think. The way they can treat players as individuals and adapt to what they to what they need to get through. Because, you know, and Dennis Robin's probably the he's probably extreme in this scenario, but for but for um for Jackson to to realise that he just needed that release and, you know, to unleash him in Vegas for the for the for the greater good. Um the team it certainly it certainly takes balls because that that could have went belly up in a few different ways this jordan doco by the way um it's causing people to do strange things dan's cracked open a cigar right this is how (laughs) influential this is right the penrith panthers stroll up and i put out a survey on this and 80 percent of people were dead set with them they're saying that's great it's a bit of fun blah 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 which it is a bit of fun and it makes for good reading and all those sorts of things and social media. But I'm shooting Bambi. I'm, I'm suggesting that a week out from, the, from these games kicking off a game, they're a team who has invited scandal the last couple of years, right? They came through with the Roosters through the ranks. They'd meet in the grand final, the Panthers and the Roosters. So many of these young kids have gone on to play first grade. The Roosters who have walked into a mature team leaders everywhere have converted it into major premierships the panthers and the broncos to some extent are young immature teams Mm. probably the best junior teams coming through who are highly talented but to this point have achieved ducking now what they did the other day is absolutely harmless right but i can't imagine this what did they do tell me oh they they strolled up to to training dressed like flashy basketball, Jordan types, layering up in, in, you know, costumes. And as I said, it's harmless. It makes for good reading. But if I'm a a punter or if I'm a coach, Bellamy's not accepting them turning up like that. Robinson and Boyd Cordner aren't accepting them turning up like that. I just think it shows and highlights immaturity and a team who has limited leaders there. I could be wrong. But I think that's why the Broncos and the Panthers will again, will again, despite the mammoth talent they have, not press the envelope when it comes to challenging. Defence is also something related to, I believe, a maturity of a team. Both these teams can score points at will. Defence has never been great for them. So I'm prepared to 
uh, assume both teams are still immature and will not threaten the title. So, wow. Okay, you've, ta- and you've taken and you're that, that the one dress-up team. <laughs> no, I think it's symbolic of... Look, if, if I had been in scandal, if, if, I don't want the attention. I, ju- I just want my team to come out and win the two points. So, that's... Uh, it's very Sam Newman-ish, the way I'm going about this with the golf tyrant. Very. And it's, and it's very... It's very old school, and but you know what? You watch it ring true, Dan. And if Caelan Ponga was playing... No, 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 I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Now, gents, I'm, I'm struggling with my internet here, uh, so um, we'll keep persevering, but I'm only hearing you sort of in and out. Um, I'll, I've got a point to make about Kraus, but you've now moved us on to football. So, Sean, explain what has happened over the last few days, because I was one of many who had a lot of money in my account all of a sudden, um, but a lot of bets missing. Yeah, so obviously we had a bit of a, a hoo-ha on, on WhatsApp about this, the best way to go. So the, 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 the shape of the season has sort of materially changed. So obviously bets can't be treated um, as they were at the, at the start of the year. So all those futures bets have, have, been, have been voided. Um, and it's essentially a, a, a reset to the to the year. It's sort of where we're at at the moment. Um, and I wonder, has your internet connection got anything to do with the smoke that you're blowing directly into the, <laughs> into the computer? Dan, is, is it safe? Have you, have you got a smoke alarm? I do, but I, it's, it's, it's carefully placed down the hall. So um, it's a strategic position. So uh, <laughs> it's never gone off due to cigar smoke. Uh, I don't think it's going to go off today. Give us getting a, a real, puff. getting a real give insight a into the uh, into the life of Dan Ganane here. Um, <laughs> so, at, go on, Joel. Uh, give us a big puff here, Dan, and and also while you're there, we might do a live one here. Can you do the um, the swipe up promo with your cigar? Okay. Okay, I'll do it at the end of the. I'll do it at the end of the pod. I'll do it. At, uh, well, well, do you want to edit it in as though we're. Uh, uh, just do it you now. want me to record it now, so so the sports bet audience hear, hear these little fifteen second ads we do. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, here we go. Uh, fifteen set. The challenge is always getting these within fifteen seconds. But uh, all right, here we go. Hang on, which camera do I look at? I will look at that one there. Okay, get them on side podcast. We're nearly there. We're a week away, and I'll, I'll collapse here, Josh. I've got nothing no, go to say. Again. Go again. Get them on side. We're a week away. We're all still in holiday mode and still in Jordan last dance mode. Two whip, cigars. Swipe up. <laughs> okay, there we go. There we go. Oh, you need to see that, ladies and gentlemen. You make a what great you? pimp, you know, Dan, with a carry on like that. What I needed, I need an amazing Technicolor dream coat. <laughs> okay, so uh, you, you made the decision, Sean. Give everyone their money back. Fine. You've, I see here uh, the new markets are up. So we've got some back up. I gather you need the draw to get them all back up. That's fair. Melbourne Storm are the favourites. Mm-hmm. Were they the favourites before markets went down? And second question, have the odds actually changed that much since we went down? Uh, yeah, from memory. Now, you're making me think back a, a fair wave. Uh, they, they were. Not much had... I mean, they're, so they're 
how many teams have uh, are two from two? We've got six teams that are that are two and zip. Six. Storm is it six? Ah, oh, six. Sorry, um, the Storm are, are one of those, and it's interesting. They've one of the few teams that still have um, somewhat of a home advantage from the from the restart. So they've they've been allocated Amy Park. Um, which seems only fair. Them, the Broncos, who share Suncorp with the Titans and the Cowboys. So, I don't know how much of an advantage you you give Melbourne Storm for that. It's got to be worth something. The fact that they um, don't have to travel on days of games or anything like that, um, and we know how good they are. So they're what are they? Five bucks, I think. Then top of the market, probably the biggest mover um, from memory was the was the Broncos. They're the other one of the other teams that are, that are two and zip. I think they started the year around 20 to 1. They're now 10 to 1. Obviously, have that Suncorp advantage as well. So, um, but to be fair, a lot of work's got to be got to be done between now and then to get my head fully around this uh, season race start. But uh, yeah, as we said at the top, yeah. can't wait. What are your thoughts, Shug? Oh, look, I'm just... so Joel, these are the odds, Joel. These are the odds, and uh, and then you can pick up Melbourne five dollars, Canberra, and the Roosters both at six. So the Roosters still second favourites, despite the fact they're zero and two. Parramatta 750. Uh, you're going to lose the Bankwest crowd factor there, but they are 2 0. Brisbane 11. The team I thought was nice and juicy, Manly at 11. Penrith 13. South 15. Newcastle and the Cowboys at 19. That's a nice advantage for the Cowboys. Home games, things have to fly up and fly back, or at least fly up on the same day. Cronulla 41. Tigers 51. Warriors Dragons 101. He's how bad are the Dragons going that the Warriors 0-2 and it basically had to move country for five months and they're still the same odds as the Dragons. Canterbury 201, Gold Coast 251. So did anything sing out at you there, Joel? I did, yeah. But just before I go to that, um, talk on social media today. Now, Gal in recent times has been linked to Tyson and now he's been linked to the Warriors. Um, I will say this, Dan, and, and I have I've done a few runs with Gal. This bloke is an absolute weapon. He, he does have yeah. no pain thresholds. And, and what I would say is that if I was the Warriors, I would absolutely sign him. And, and not even if he didn't get on the field. I just think him being there at training, him raising the standards and what's expected professionalism-wise, I think yeah. that would do huge things for the Warriors. But they will not feature anywhere. Um, what I will say is, and you've already called it out, I mentioned that I believe that Broncos and Panthers have immense talent, immense talent, more than any team in the competition. The best juniors mm. to come through are at those clubs. However, Broncos are $11, Panthers are $13. Manly are $11. You've mentioned this, Dan. Out of those three teams who are similarly priced, I absolutely want to be on Manly for the leadership they have. Daily Cherry Evans. I did a poll during the week, which player in the competition would you want in any clutch moment? He was the most sought after. Daly Cherry Evans. The Trebojevic boys are both there. Marty Tapao. Uh, so many leaders. Joel Thompson. They are just a more formidable side across the park. More sound side, I believe. But not only that, isolation. Who handled isolation best at this time? Can you just imagine? I'll go back to the story of the Bulldogs. When they first went to Belmore, Kevin Moore had the big, uh, the big uh, office in the corner. Desi Hasler didn't want that. He wanted a little chair at the front. He could see them all coming in. Yeah. Accountability. Yeah. You reckon Desi Hasler hasn't been all over these blokes in isolation? Yeah. And <laughs> and also, the other thing, 
you try and work out who does this different style season advantage, right? Four less weeks. Essentially, it's six less weeks. We've already played two. And Manly, what has Manly's been, problem been over the last few years? It's been depth. They've got a really good squad. I think their, 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 their first 17 team, but I think their first 17 is as good as anybody's. I really do. Maybe not the Roosters, but Jesus, close. But you've got the Travoyevichs. I think you've got the best front row in the game. Now, they haven't got RP Coruscant. If they had RP, I'd be all over that $11, because then I'd think they'd have every base covered. But injuries have killed them, because they had no depth. Well, if we're playing six weeks less, that is less chance for injury. The Trebojevic's aren't playing Origin. That's less chance for them to get hurt. So I think, I just think it stacks up nicely for Manly. We're guessing who this advantage is, right? We don't know who this advantage is, this new style season. But I think there's a chance that advantages them as much as anyone. And don't forget, before we went away, they beat the Roosters. That was a very good win. Uh, so they held Melbourne to 18-4. That, that margin was way too big compared to the nature of the game. I don't know. That, that, they say, I wouldn't be touching Melbourne at $5 just because of the lack of value. And, my thoughts on Parramatta, Joel. Uh, go on. No, I wouldn't be touching either of the grand finalists. Canberra, $6. Ricky must be seething that, at least temporarily, their home ground, every single game, they've got about a minimum three-hour trip home or away. So that, that can't help them. Yeah. Um, the Roosters... You say the Storm aren't value. Well, I suggest they are versus the Roosters' price because the finish line now is far closer. Melbourne Storm are $5, yeah. Roosters are $6. Uh, the Roosters lose Cooper Cronk. You know, they don't have Cooper Cronk from last year. Storm are already four points yeah. in front of them. Uh, Pappenhausen, I think, is just going to destroy it this season. I, I think they are value when you compare them to the Roosters. Um, i tell you who I think also comes back into this, and it buys Valentine Holmes a lot more time to adjust his body and get himself ready. Cowboys have got the advantage of like the Melbourne Storm, of having all of their home games at their true home ground, which people are forced to genuinely travel. So I think the Cowboys at $19 yeah. are, are, are somebody, a team who comes into the mix as well. So they're, they're the sort of teams I'd like to be betting on would be the Cowboys, the Seagulls and the Storm. I think the Tigers to make the top eight are a great bet, uh, getting Harry Grant come to the club. Uh, Best trainer in the competition, Andrew Gray. He, you know, Maguire, they'd have them revved up, ready to go. So, um, they're the four teams I want to play around. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to try and solve the who is this going to suit, you know, better than others because it's, it's too much of a, it's too much of a question. Like this is, we're, we're clearly in um, unprecedented territory here. And I don't think my, my views for how I rate a team really haven't changed from the from the start of the season. So um, expanding on what I think you already said, I think the Roosters, six bucks is it's probably a bit of a lazy price and I think they should be bigger than that. But the shorter the season gets, the more open it naturally becomes because it, it doesn't give those really, really good sides the the time to, to put a gap on the field. Um, and when you're talking one-off games to maybe make top four or, or a grand final or whatever, then it, it obviously brings the underdogs into it. So um, I don't mind the I don't mind the Cowboys angle with that. I mean that is an advantage 
you know, making teams fly three or four hours on game day before before you play them at your, at your home ground. So I don't mind that angle. I still think Val's probably going to take, even though he's been back in the game longer now, he hasn't had that, it, you know, he's been uncontact for, for what, eight weeks now or whatever. So it's still going to take him a little bit of time, but I don't mind the angle. Um, and at 19 bucks, it, it, it seems big enough to, you know, pay to find out. Yeah, Joel, I actually disagree with you on Brisbane in this sense. I don't disagree with your opinion on they're an immature team, but I think 18 weeks might suit them. Uh, they're kids. Uh, and while I think you, you get two or three injuries in the forwards and they're in real trouble because, yes, they've got an all-star cast of kids, I don't think there's much depth beneath that. Uh, 18 weeks, it, it, the grind of the 26-week season, which normally catches kids out, all of a sudden becomes less relevant. My fear is how injured the theater is because he's not going to be there for the first game. And the details are a bit vague. Now, he might be there for game two. I don't know. But, geez, if he's missing for a month, a month out of an 18-week season is a massive chunk. So, um, Brisbane is, is, is a team I'm keeping an eye on. I put my Cornella bets on already. I, 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 once all my bets were voided and I had some money, I went Canberra, Manly and Parramatta and sort of grouped those. They're my three. So that's, um, that's the only bet so far I've put back on, just making sure those... Cronellas are all sorted. And you've still got your uh, Ovalawa bet uh, standing, Dan. Don't forget about that one. Oh, well, breaking news. So I was... <laughs> you, you mentioned the WhatsApp group, Sean, and um, I was ropeable that all the bets were returned as the voice of the punter. I thought it was grossly unfair that when the punter caught out sports bet, uh, for instance, $8.50 for Michaeli Ravalawa, who does have a try, and he was injured, but now with the eight-week gap, he might be back pretty quickly. Uh, I thought yeah. I was punished because of the season being... But, but Sean has promised, Joel, that he yep. will pay the bet himself if Michaeli wow. Ravalawa at $8.50 is the Dragons' top try scorer. Now, well, you know what, what I didn't tell you, Sean, is I had $10,000 on it. So <laughs> if you're willing to pay that, oh, thank you. You're willing to pay that, that's right. And Dan, you, you are a bit lucky there too because don't forget uh, Ravalawa injured himself. So he bought himself that's time right. as well. So you've got that's a good right. deal there. So, Sean, the punter's It won't be something I'm losing sleep over, Dan. But no, you can, you can, you can relax. The, the bet will stand with me. Uh, now, Joel, um, it's on record now. We'll get uh, very good. Uh, Joel, how I see these um, shootouts that you're running on a Saturday keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, if you want to join us, uh, just hit us up and then we'll inbox you the details. But uh, it's good fun. We actually all scored fair on the weekend. You'll see uh, if you're watching this via YouTube, hashtag where is Sean? That was the moniker uh, from the previous week where you got a duck egg. But you bounced back, Shawnee boy. Hey, it feels good to uh, tip a few winners, Joe. <laughs> I forgot what it felt like for a while there. But uh, no, the, the hashtag, the hashtag's alive and well. And the, the, the name change tactic seemed to work pretty well for me. So I might have to, might have to stick with it. The worker flashed home. He was, he I, was I think, he, yeah, the worker. Very good. He, he, here's a tactic I think we're going to have to uh, follow here. It, it's, you know, you're never going to get in an eight, on an eight race card, eight favourites win. Right? It's going to be a roughie somewhere. Well, Dad, if you can crack that roughie, if you basically take a roughie every race, 
you can finish with duck egg very easily, but you've only got to crack one of them and you're probably going to win the whole day. It's a fine line, Dan. You've got to accumulate. Now, for the people who haven't played Sugar Shootout before, as I said, just get in touch via social media and we'll, we'll send you some details. But essentially, we choose a meeting. You get the uh, the dividends as your score. So if you come first, paying six bucks and uh, the place is two bucks, you've got a score of eight bucks, for example. So anyway, um, it's good fun. Saint 17 is the incumbent. Geez, angry Ando goes well, doesn't he? We had a field of 60 last week and the week before he won, I think he ran top five again. Another, I think he, wow, he snagged another big price winner. He might be following Dan's uh, Dan's tactic. I think he might have had a twenty to one shot. He might have worked uh, it out. Well, well, he was the example. I'm thinking this bloke only needs to crack one or two winners, and yet mm. you keep putting your money on forty to one shots. You're going to finish with a lot of duck eggs. But you know, a broken clock is right twice a day. If, if, if you crack one of those, you only have to crack it once. And 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 uh, but thank you to everyone for playing. Did I see Adam Peacock's name as part of the... Uh, is it the Adam Peacock from yes. um, Fox Sports? Yeah, yeah, good fella. So he wow. um, he had a, one of the listeners, um, and he listens as well, Adam, and he said, oh, how do I get into this copy? He hit me up directly, and I said, mate, we'll throw you in. No problem oh. there. And so people are loving the game. Um, what we're loving about Rugby League coming back as well, uh, boys, is that lists will start to fade away. We've been drowned in lists. Oh, thank Christ. Thank Christ. You know what I've learned from lists? You can put up a list, right, of anything, any sort of list, yes. and who's the best out of X, Y, Z. And it's almost like the mindset is, how can I find someone who's not in this bloody list? People, have, uh, they have to come up with a name that's not in your list. Do you agree? Of course. Oh, Personally, it's an opinion. So an opinion really can't be wrong, can it? No, I mean, no. you can disagree with their opinion. But an opinion is that's what it is. So uh, yeah, uh, uh, mate, I got the problem is I got tired of the list about two weeks into isolation. So the last two months have been an absolute punish. Um, and I think the best thing is though they're they're so on the nose. We're not going to see them for a long, long time. I, I just think now internet people have to get a bit more creative. And we may have just, um, we may have broken the idea of the list. And I think that that could be the greatest benefit of COVID-19. <laughs> so what, what do you, have you had a look at round three, Dan? And, and what are you seeing as value? What are you declaring? Is it too hard to declare anything? Sure. Uh, let's go through some of these odds. No, there was one that jumped out at me. And I know there's one that jumped out at you, Sean. You won't be surprised which one jumped out at you. Um, <laughs> but let me find it here on my app. It's almost like this COVID hasn't George happened and, and Shulk's just woken up on the next day and he's still tipping West Tigers. It's, not, you know, it's just another, another day. I tipped him to make the eight on the back of this young man, Harry Grant. These are the odds. Now, all we've got so far... Let's just, Sean, have a Tigers corner. Let's let let Joel go for five minutes each podcast and then we can just go to the foot and then we'll come back. <laughs> the only thing uh, I'll say is... That here are the odds. Hang on, go on, Dan, you go. Uh, mate, hey, I, I had them leading after round five. So I, 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 I'm not disagreeing with your thought. Brisbane $1.90 versus Parramatta $1.90. What a great first game uh, to come back. Um, 
Now, there are four markets at the moment on each game, um, and that is head-to-head, big win, little win, uh, and the line. Oh, there's three markets on every game, it seems. Okay. So that's the first game on Thursday night. Anything... That, that, that seems like a very fair market to me. Dollar ninety each of two. Let the punters decide. Yeah, tricky one without a without a crowd, isn't it? Um, if it was a, a normal um, normal Thursday night game, I'd probably be on the Broncos there. But another tricky one without crowds. I'll probably lean the way of the Broncos, but we'll have a we'll have a firm view when we uh, revisit next week. But yeah, nothing really doing yet in that game. Power for me, Dan. Uh, North Queensland. Yeah, yeah. Dollar, and, and listen, we'll go into these games properly next week, everyone. We're back to normal next week in the studio, and you know we'll uh, we'll, we'll give the old uh, dissertation on each game. Six o'clock Friday, Cowboys Gold Coast. Dollar thirty Cowboys. Three forty-five. Joel, I don't normally like taking dollar thirty, but that just seems way too fat. Um, they're at home. Um, I don't know. Uh, I know that I'm not convinced about the Cowboys the way you are in Valor Homes, but dollar thirty surely. Uh, yeah, no Michael Morgan though, Dan, is there? Big out. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, I take it all back. I take <laughs> it all back. So sorry. I, I can you tell I'm not prepared yet for these games? Yeah, no, that's okay. I, I'm a big Holbrook fan, so I would probably. Uh, I'll just let you know what the line is. Look, the line's eight. I'd be happy to have a play around with that as the smoke balloons from another puff of Dan Cigar. Yeah, that, that dollar thirty looks very, very ripe for the for the picking. You, I think you could only lay uh, the Cowboys at dollar thirty there. Don't run the Titans at all. Nothing's changed from the start of the year, but first up after this spell, no Morgan, eight points. You'd want to be on side with that, I would have thought. Uh, is he injured or is he suspended? Injured. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, Ponga is suspended. That, that one I knew, that Ponga was out, and that affected my Newcastle thoughts. But Friday night football, uh, Roosters $1.45, South $2.70. Uh, South weren't bad going into the lockdown. Now, I know they've had dramas, Luttrell, James Rod. It's hard to believe James Roberts can be back. In fact, I don't think he can because he's got to do the 14-day quarantine, so I'm not sure he'll be available for that game. Um, and, oh, Cody Walker has had his dramas as well. But on, on face value, 270 seems a little fat. Yeah, uh, I, I really don't know here. Um, I, I would probably go the line again with South Sydney. But just going through with some of the people who've ran it, and, and the starting back line in game one last year, it's found some trouble for the Blues. Don't worry about that. It, it's It's the... It's, <laughs> It's just a lot of players in that back line who didn't necessarily play the whole series, though. Let me get that straight. Um, I, you know what? The Greg English situation, I know you're very excited, Joel. You, your best mate, coach of Warrington, and he's really a nice squad. Something stinks about this whole thing. Good luck to Greg. If he wants to come back, that's great. But from a salary cap perspective, the whole mm. thing was a bit on the nose to begin with. Um that he was basically the highest paid administrator, you know, shaking people's hands and turning up, turning up, um, holding a football at training sessions. Uh, and he wasn't medically retired, by the way. Remember, he was, we thought he was, but he, I think he was deemed 
mentally unfit to continue to, and I'd have to research this properly, so I'm only just speaking off the top of my head. But there is something about this that stinks from a salary cap perspective. I, to I totally agree. I, that was the first question I asked. I mean, it's not going to bother the Warrington Wolves, but it is, yeah. it is, it, it doesn't look good, does it? It does not look good. Uh, Greenberg, I think, was the one who signed off on it. He copped it at the time, I think, for that. So, um, I don't know, Sean, any view from you? No, it's, yeah, there's something not right about it, is there? Um, that's pretty plain to say. But on, on this game, I know there's a, there's a lot of unknowns um, around that south side, but I agree, Dan, I'm, on, on face value, and my opinion might change next week when I really get stuck into it, but um, Bunny's a big price there for me. Yeah. Roosters, who would have, who would have it, thought staring down the battle of, barrel of uh, yeah. none three? Yeah. Oh, I, look, listen, I can't see a Roosters team that good being 0-3, and, three, and um, I can see Robinson now getting them into gear pretty quickly, but um, I just wouldn't take a dollar forty-five. Three o'clock Saturday, you've got Warriors-Dragons. I gather this game will be on the Central Coast. Warriors 2.30, Dragons $1.60. I reckon, this is again, I'm going to look at the teams. The best version of the Warriors we're going to get is that game. And I think they're going to slowly dwindle away as the time in Australia marches on and players get bored and start bickering with each other, which is only natural when you're you know, in each other's pockets. So, again, 2.30. This might be the time to back the Warriors. I'm just worried, Dan, about... Uh, I can really see an Isaac Luke going berserk against the Warriors. His old club, it sort mm. of didn't end too well. Um, but again, I, I do not want to touch this game. Sean? Yeah, I think every, every match preview when the Warriors are concerned for this year should start with those words, Joel. I'm, I'm just worried. <laughs> Like, how could you... I don't know how they're going to react. You'd think game one, you know, they might be up for it, but shit, I'm not going to... I'm not going to... Uh, I'm not going to put my money to down to find out, that's for sure. That's a, that's a big sit and watch game. Dan, I'll let people back the Warriors um, at the $2.30. You shouldn't be allowed to back Warriors ever when they're favourites, but at the $2.30 against a team who's hardly impressive, I think that's fair game, isn't it? Do you have indicators? So I'm sure Sportsbet have like warning signs when someone like appears to be losing their mind. The, and I'm talking big figures here. Um, I mean, yes, it's beneficial to have someone lose their money with you. I get that. But if, if, if those sort of indications exist, like, well, we better put a freeze on this guy's account. Maybe anytime someone backs the Warriors at $1.40, forty, just go, Wee, 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 wee. <laughs> any any Sorry. bit over ten dollars. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Cronulla West Tigers, dollar seventy two sharks. West Tigers two ten. Now before we get the sermon of Kane, I agree with him. I can't believe the Tigers are outsiders. Yeah, so do I. Before we'll let him out before in a minute, but I, I tend to agree. Not with a huge. Uh, deal of confidence this far out of anything, but I think it's probably, this game's probably closer to pick him, I would have thought. Sharky's heavily back for, yep, Sharky's heavily back you, for the spoon at the start of the year. Uh, Harry Grant, as I said, I backed the Tigers, I tipped the Tigers to make the top eight because of this young Grant coming who is a genuine dummy half. Uh, Sharks lose Morris, uh, that's a big out. Aaron, um, 
Andrew Gray, who I mentioned before, best trainer in the business, in my opinion. He spent time at the Dragons. They won the comp, broke a huge drought. Spent time at the Sharks. Uh, they won the competition after 50-odd years. This bloke knows how to get athletes in shape. There's been no more important time in the history of the game to have athletes right and how things could go pear-shaped than isolation. He'll have them ready to go. Maguire is another uh, hard taskmaster. They'll be just fitter. They'll simply be fitter than the Sharkies. I think they're a better team than the Sharkies. And I, I had a bit of a rant on Twitter earlier in the week saying the $2.30 was absolutely a crazy, crazy price. Uh, it is still yeah. a crazy, crazy price at $2.10. And if there's $2 or more about the Tigers, I reckon you should require a balaclava to be backing with us. It is absolutely stealing. Can I, can I bring you my oh. first conspiracy theory of the day? Um, I think Leichhardt was going to be one of the venues that they used. But, and, they've, and they've come up with the excuse, look, it's an old venue. Well, I've heard two excuses. One, it's an old venue, so it's, it's a bit harder with biosecurity measures. And number two, um, we don't want old grounds. Uh, we're, we're showcasing the game to the world. We don't want old grounds. I think that's one of the dumbest thought processes ever. I think they don't want the bad publicity of those people setting up scaffolding outside the ground like they did in round number two. I've got a feeling that may have been the reason they thought, you know what, we're pushing the envelope here and mm. Leichhardt would be an incredible venue for television. An empty Leichhardt still looks good. It, just, it, it boggles the mind to think that they're not using this ground. But I just don't think they want the pushback of the... And they can't control those fans. It's outside the ground. It's on private property. I reckon they just thought, you know what, Campbelltown, which, uh, you know, is a fine, is an okay ground. There's nothing wrong with it, but it just uh, it certainly doesn't have anywhere near the romance of Leichhardt. I, I, I don't know why they're not playing in Cogra. That's a beautiful venue. Botany Bay in the background. So I just think they've got a couple of these venues wrong. Yeah, I totally agree. Hey, boys, we've got to go shortly. Sean, the trader's got a big afternoon, uh, as, as have I. Uh, anything else grab you there, Dan? Oh, geez, I noticed the Raiders. Jared Croker looked fit. So clearly the captain or the co-captain's leading. Uh, yeah. Anything else grab you, boys? Oh, before... Uh, um, Newcastle, Newcastle, sorry, in the four o'clock game on, on, on... I know they don't have Kalen Ponga, but Penrith don't have... Nathan Cleary, Newcastle, two dollars ten was value for me, but that was the only one that really jumped out at me, Sean. Yeah, agree. Uh, and I sort of did a backflip when you reminded me that Plum was out. I probably would want to be on Penrith um, there, and I, and I think I agree. Raiders look um, look small value as well, even though it's down in Melbourne. But the, the no crowd, I think, is pretty huge in that one. Um, and I've done a complete backflip. I love that. I love this Canberra team now. So the fans will love that one. <clears throat> Give us another one of those uh, puffs, Dan, with the, with, the, uh, with the big haze of smoke that Jeez, comes from. You're obsessed. <laughs> I love it. You're obsessed. Uh, uh, the other game, Manly $1.32, Canterbury $3.30. I think Canterbury is good value there, just even though I love Manly. And the other game, uh, Melbourne, Canberra, we touched on. Oh, that's it. They're all the games. Anyway, we'll do that properly next week. Very quick thought on Jerry Krause. Joel. I'm with you, and I think this is a documercial. I, I, I think other documentary series are better. 
as good as the Jordan one was. I think Senna was better. I think when we were kings, was slightly better. And I think the OJ documentary was better. I got a yeah. slight... Uh, a slight... No, hey, this, this thing's going to win every award out there. It might even win an Oscar. But I did get that documercial feel about it. But, but the thing about Krauss is, and, and you may be right, and all the footage and all the backstory may have been, you know, uh, tilted the favour Jordan. But why couldn't Krauss ever say, we won because of Michael? Why did he every time have to say, this isn't a team, this is an organisation? He had an obsession, whichever way the footage was sliced and diced, he had an obsession with being recognised. And I just, that, I, I just thought it, it, it confirmed the little man syndrome that he seemed to suffer. Yeah, I'll agree That's with my that. thought. Well said. <clears throat> Love it for a closing take. Couldn't agree more. Little man syndrome. Um, no one's going to remember little fat Jerry, but we, we do remember Mike. <laughs> second, second conspiracy theory before we go. Jordan... Greenlit this in late 2016. The theory is that it's because LeBron was starting to become part of the conversation. Jerry Krause died around that time. I wonder if Jordan thought Krause can't defend himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's the right time to do it. Possibly. But anyway, we've got to go, boys. So um, was there anything else on your list of topics, Joel, that we didn't cover? No, no. We're uh, all back steam, full steam ahead next week, boys, Wednesday. All right, cigars, so Shuba shoot out back. And uh, that's it. I'm <laughs> huff and huff and I'm done. Joel finishes off. Gamble responsibly, folks, and uh, not long now. Bring on the footy. <laughs>